All right, everybody, welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is the Model Mindset. I am John. This is my boy, Brian. Brian and I, man, we just started to, we decided to start this podcast pretty much to have everybody involved with us on our new adventures, our new journeys that both of us are taking in our lives. Brian and I are both very excited to be starting our new projects, and this is something that we decided that would be really cool for us to share with you on a weekly basis. Uh, we, will, we will have awesome interactions and conversations with many guests um, who share our interests in our fields, who share our mindsets, uh, who can teach us things. All of these things will be presented to you weekly um, on this new podcast. So for Brian, man, so for those people who don't know you, why don't you fill them in a little bit, introduce yourself, and we can get rolling here. For sure, man. Yeah. And, and honestly, i got to say this is I couldn't have a better person, uh, you know, kicking this with. Uh, than you, John. I mean, you, you and I, we've known each other for a while, sure. and you are salt of the earth, dude. And mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like we are going to be going someplace. And honestly, with the podcast itself, we just want to help people, whether it be about fitness, because that is our—that's basically what our common ground stems from—is being, uh, you know, physically fit, taking our health serious. And then the other thing is, you know, building a positive mindset and understanding that there's limitless opportunities. So. To kind of fill everybody in on my background, I grew up in Edfield, Connecticut. Uh, two amazing parents that are still married today. I have an older sister, Lauren, who I'm still close with as well. Um, grew up playing soccer, um, you know, from competitive, rec, all the way to travel, premier, uh, high school and college. And during that time, I mean, I remember uh, I first tried alcohol in ninth grade smoking weed ninth grade i mean that that's early you know um and then from there i started dating this girl junior year uh there were plenty of red flags that probably should have not uh continued but we started dating my junior year it rolled into to college we had a, a few breaks here and there um ended up getting engaged uh, when i was 25 to that same girl and during that time i lost a lot of friends uh, due to that relationship, and once that engagement ended, um, because of her uh, indiscretion, if you will, <laughs> uh, I actually gained all my friends back. But the problem was, is during that time, um, I masked like loneliness and sadness through alcohol, and you know, to this day, I definitely um, had a problem. I mean, I fully believe that I had a problem. You know, it wouldn't be where I could just have a couple beers. It would be where I would go zero to 100 real quick. You know, it's like I would just start chugging. And, uh, you know, I didn't really um, enjoy the person I became because it was the, it was the type where, oh, it's Brian, you know, life of the party. The reason why I was a life of the party is because I would just get black out. You know, and I would just do whatever. And little did they know that they thought this was a fun dude, which I am sober, but it's like they equated me to being all crazy uh, and fun when in all actuality, dude, I was just masking it because right. I was lonely and I was super sad. And so during that time, um, my buddy, I actually Matt, uh, Pat Note, shout out to him. Uh, we decided to yeah we decided to uh to move to florida you know from connecticut to florida you know super something that's super uncomfortable but we knew that it would be good for us and during that time where matt and i were discussing our 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 plan to move i was dating my my wife you know but at that time i I was not ready for like a serious relationship i was not healed you know and so, you know, Matt and I made that choice to to move to Florida, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made because I was able to do some self-exploration, gain some independence, uh, heal. Uh, but even during that time, hey, I'll be real with you, I, I still struggle with alcohol. I, I, would, I would drink like Friday to Saturday, sometimes Sunday, man, and again, it would just be blackout, man. It was like I couldn't control it. And yeah. And I give man Matt was my was my shining light and shining armor night and shining armor however the hell you say it night and shining armor <laughs> night and shining armor there yeah, you go my bad you gotta put down the outtakes but uh, 
you know, he, he always had my back, uh, meaning looking out for my safety, making sure that yeah. I was okay. Um, it would call me out on it and be like, dude, you gotta, you gotta calm down, dude, Ch- you know, chill out. Um, I was there for about two years. And then from there, I knew it was time for me to, uh, come back home, come back to Connecticut. Cause my sister and my brother-in-law, Josh, they were having my niece, Nora. And so I didn't want her to get to know her uncle through like FaceTime. So I knew it was time to come home. I wanted to grow my career. And to be honest with you, I, I did want to start a relationship with Val because I, at that time when her and I were dating, I wasn't, I wasn't healed. I wasn't okay. And yeah. so when I came back, um, I had my priorities straight. Uh, Val and I started dating. She actually had just ended a relationship. Um, and it was funny because when I reached out to my buddy who had her number, he was like, dude, don't fuck around. Like, you got you to gotta <laughs> legit be genuine with this. And so I, yep. I appreciate that because he's like, come on. You know, she's a good girl. Right, right. Um, and so when I reached out to her, man, it, she, I think she understood that I was a whole new person, that I had grown, that I was uh, – the scars were healed, if you will. Yeah. And she she definitely called me out on – when I would get too drunk. Cause I mean, John, I mean, let's be real. You've seen me. Yeah, you've man. seen me like when I've gotten, sure. gotten that drunk and it's like, yeah. you know, it's Brian. That was, Brian exactly, man. That was Brian. You know what I mean? Like at a certain <laughs> point in that life, you know, lifestyle that you had at that point, man, it was, that yeah. was Brian. You knew when we were going to a party, you knew when we were having people over, whatever it was, Brian was there. Brian's life of the party, you know, yeah. but, but coming from someone who was your friend at that time, man, I never saw that side of you where I figured yeah. you were masking stuff. I just figured yeah. that was your personality because you have a great personality drinking or not. So I just figured, you know, you just turned it up to 10, you know what I mean? When, it was, yeah. when, it was, when you got a little buzz going, you know, it was turned up to 10. So, yeah. um, but you know, you don't realize that whole masking thing. So it's interesting I'm you sure. say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's true. I mean, and that's the tough thing too is, you know, drugs and alcohol will, will numb that pain. And, and we'll go into that, dude. We'll totally go into that. For a little sure, more. Yeah. We, we got that coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so with, with Val, what I admired about her, man, is she straight up was like, when I would not control my drinking, she would call me out on it. And she'd be like, I don't like this. You have to strain it out. Because I knew that if it continued, she was definitely going to leave me. Um, so I got my priority straight, and definitely when I became a certified personal trainer and prioritized my health, that is when I really stopped drinking heavily. And also when we, we found out we were pregnant with our first son, Theo. And that's when I just was like, all right, Brian, you you got to grow up. Life changes, it's man. Not, yep. Yeah, exactly, man. It's not only you that you looked after, and it's not only your wife, but now you got a little baby. Right. And then we welcomed Charlie 16 months later. You know, well, thank you, COVID, <laughs> you know, but uh, so it's it, it's definitely I I have my uh, drinking under under wraps, which is reassuring. Yeah, because uh, alcoholism definitely runs in my family. But, um, you know, that that's that's a bit a background. Just wanted to kind yeah. of put out some cool, of my man. struggles, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And it's cool because I think and this will come with everybody, too, but. When you talk about someone's background, and we'll get into mine in a minute, and, and there'll be growth there as well, but when you see it and, and, you, and you have someone kind of lay it out like that in a time frame and, and going from the latest point to current, you, see, yeah. you can just see the gradual growth. And I'm sure a lot of it is maturity, right? Everyone matures yeah. as they get older. Sure, that's maturity. But yeah. at the same time, you know, not everyone turns that corner. And I think, yeah. you know, the point of all this and what we're doing here today, guys, is, is we're Brian and I are identifying when we turn that corner mm-hmm. and then taking it 100 miles an hour after that. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. and trying to and try to find a way to get everybody to turn that corner and, yeah. and, and to also come 100 miles an hour with us here. So I love yeah. that, man. I, lo- I love I love seeing and hearing the gradual growth. I was there for it all, um, yeah. you know, not. Yeah. You know, so I, 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 obviously, I obviously understood everything as it was going on. But until we recently started talking in, in this platform uh, and in this, you know, having this real deep connection and getting into, and into, you know, real personal stuff with each other to kind of, 100%. you know, really dig into what we're trying to accomplish here, you, you, never, you never fully understand what someone's going through. So really right. cool, man. I appreciate you appreciate sharing that. that. Sure. Um, yeah, so for me personally, man, you, my man. You know, yeah, exactly, right? Let's 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 give them a little background here too. Um, 
Yeah, so much like Brian, I did grow up in Enfield as well. Um, grew up with two two great parents, two awesome sisters. Um, and, and like Brian, played sports growing up. Um, I never went to college for sports like Brian did, but oh. I, did, I did play. Yeah, throw I, that shot up there. That's good. Yeah, I see. You know, uh, but I, I did uh, I did play sports growing up, basketball, baseball, uh, primarily. And then, um, you know, as I as I finished school, um, I wasn't too sure of, of the road I wanted to take. Um, but I felt like I probably should go to college. Um, so I went to community college, uh, kind of stumbled upon a, an interest in criminal justice at that point. Um, really, really flirted with the ideas of, of corrections, um, you know, working in, in a police department somewhere, was testing when I was about 19, 20 to try to get early testing and experience in before I could even get hired. Um, you know, made, made through a couple towns to, to, you know, further and further along. Uh, I was a final four in a few towns, never selected. Um, and what made you and, want to go that route, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so it was obviously, you know, a little, a little bit of, of um, influence by the people who were around me at that point. Um, you know, actually in the gym, you know, you saw a lot of correctional officers. You saw a lot of police officers, so you kind of would pick their brain a little bit. Um, yeah. My girlfriend at the time, her father was a correctional officer, so, um, you know, I, I spent a lot of time around those individuals, and, and, and I paired that with my interest that went into the study itself of criminal justice. Yeah. And just thought it was okay. That, well, I can do this, right? So, um, in that time frame, started out um, to try to get more experience on a, on a professional level by doing uh, security, um, and, and and that profession has you know carried me to where I am today. Uh, still doing security, um, a little different of a capacity now, but th- that carried through. Um, yeah. But much like Brian, like the the road the road was never easy, right? So, um, you know, when I uh, when I was about 26, I believe, um, you know, we found out that my dad was pretty sick, um, and and it was it it was in May of of 2018, I want to say, um, I'm sorry, 2017, and then um, yeah, we found out he was he was sick at that at that point, and um, and we lost him in July. So the you know the domino effect happened really quick. And and it it just weighed so heavy, heavily as as you can anticipate with you know the loss of any family member. So um, you know at that point too we were we were three days out from celebrating my daughter's first birthday. Um, so it was it was you know a lot of things compiled at that point and much like yourself a lot of masking yeah. happened at that point. And and you know I, I feel fortunate that I never I never got into the web of substance abuse. Yeah. Um, I, either with alcohol or drugs, it, it never it never masked anything for me. Um, it never it never gave me that escape. So I never relied on it when something like that happened with my dad. Um, yeah. So, um, but it, it was it, it's something that you obviously carry with you forever. Um, yeah. And do you feel and, like do you feel like you have like healed from that? No. Or do you do you okay? No. It, no. Yeah. And. And you, I don't think, I don't think you ever heal from it. I think you just get used to the wound, you know. Um, and and thankfully for my wife, I tell you, man, like if, if I didn't have Danny, um, there, who knows what would have what would have happened? Because right. I, man, I, yeah. I felt such an immense pressure and weight to be available emotionally for my mom and my sisters, and still do to this day. For um, sure. Yeah. That that I wasn't allowing myself to grieve, and mm-hmm. and you know if it wasn't for Danny kind of just like giving me that outlet, man, it, it, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I would have done it. So yeah. you know she she was she was there for me. She was she was amazing. Still is to this day. Still is very sensitive to the subject of my father, um, right. because because she knows um, that maybe maybe I'll, I'm not fully there yet. Five years 100%. later, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. but you know so there's there's. But with that, you know, I, you know, we, we, I had, I had another daughter, Mallory, um, in that time frame. Uh, they're six and four now, so time has passed. You know, it, everything, everything's been great. I, I can't, I can't. I'm lucky to say I haven't, haven't fallen down and haven't been taken down from that incident with my dad. But yeah. you know, it, it's certainly now. I'm at the point in my life where, you know, I, I've. I've experienced the joys of having a family, and now I am looking to be challenged by something. And yeah. like you said, man, yeah. when you have when you have these these traumatic events that happen in your life, 
um, you know, you you kind of you, you, it can let you take it, you know it could take you down and you can let it, or yeah. you can kind of push forward with it and 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 yeah. trying to figure out how to deal with that emotional trauma. You got to mm-hmm. use it as fuel, and I think that's what yeah. you and I are both doing with this project, man. Um, yeah. and, and with this project specifically, with the podcast and our and our two own projects we have going on here. So I'm super excited. Uh, the point of this, guys, is all about mindset. Okay, it's called the model mindset for a reason. Brian and I have both had situations in our lives that have tripped our minds up, um, have affected our lives, and and now you know I think we're both in a really good place where we feel like. You know, we have a good understanding about um, our motivational mindset and how we can move forward with stuff. And, and this is going to be really, really cool um, to kind of let you guys in on that. So, you know, Brian, we talked yeah. a lot about we talked a lot about um, in our conversations, getting ready for this and our conversations. We've been having a lot lately about prior versus current mindset. Right. Yeah. Um, you know how how we got from point A to point B here. Yeah. So. As far as as far as you know, your mindset goes here with with everything that's going on. You know, how how would you describe your prior mindset versus your current mindset? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I gotta say that your dad was an amazing human being, and he I gotta was, give a shout you. out to that. So for uh, sure, much, much due respect for sure, Pops the man. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I would say, you know, honestly, with my prior mindset, man, um, I think a lot of people relate to this, where it's a victim mindset where you're not taking accountability for yourself and your life. It's, it's a, you're, you're blaming others or you're blaming certain circumstances. You know, prior mindset was that. I would blame everybody but myself, you know, take accountability for it. Also, man, honestly, I had limiting beliefs. And what's challenging about limiting, limiting beliefs is you feel like you have a glass ceiling that is over your head, meaning yeah. this is what it is. You know, and and the tough thing, too, about my prior mindset, man, is I was always chasing my father's success. Like I was trying. That's what I viewed was success. You go to corporate America, you work at a healthcare company, you wear a suit, you make a certain amount of money. And and that will lead to success slash happiness. And, man, I'll I'll be honest with you. I reached those those those. aspects of both yeah. corporate life and money and i was not happy dude like i was not yep. happy and i'm like what the fuck is this you know and again i had no purpose no meaning in my life i didn't have a why which is extremely important if you're going to go after a goal you got to have a why you got to understand it's got to be bigger than yourself you know and if i'm thinking about that prior mindset man it's all it was negative it was almost like toxic you know, can yeah. you relate to that? Like, do you relate to a lot of that prior mindset? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think a lot of prior mindset, and this goes for everybody, in my opinion, is I think, you know, the predetermined outcomes, you know, and how people's lives are supposed to go are yeah. instilled in them at a young age. And like yeah. you said, and, and listen, our, and I want to I want to press this by saying our parents busted their ass so we could have a really good childhood, so we could play those yeah. sports, so we could have those friends, so we can do all those things. Right. But yeah. I feel like. You know, you grow up in middle America, you know, mm-hmm. in, in middle class families, which are awesome. And yeah. and I think a lot of time there's a comfort level in that because we were fortunate to have good childhoods. So, yeah. we, you know, I think there's a mindset of comfortable is good. And if right. you can be comfortable as an adult, you achieve things. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, spot on. And, and that's and that's you know, that's the prior mindset. That's, that's yeah. the, you know, that's the predetermined outcome of your life. If you could have, right. if you have a great family, everyone's healthy and that none of these things are false. Right. It's just a matter of what you want your mindset to be. Right. Yeah. So prior mindset, yeah. predetermined, but what's the current yeah. mindset? What do you oh, want? What, what do you want out of life now? Right. What do we, yeah. what do we want? And I, mean, and I think this is that, the time. That, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. This is the time. No, you're good, man. This is, and we're, we're this is the part now, guys, where Brian and I are getting excited about shit, and we're just going to yeah. start. You're going to see a lot of hand movements and stuff. Like we're 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 here for this part of the conversation now. So, yeah. you know, I think what we what we are as people in our lives right now is in is, su- is such a unique time frame that I think we have both accomplished things in our lives, but also see how much life we have left and how much we can accomplish. And yeah. when 
And when once you guys see that, once you once you have a passion for something, and you see a roadway to 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 some success, or even just some adventure and some new things and some challenges, and you invite those challenges instead of just inviting the comfort and mm. the ordinary, it's it's exciting. That's a thrill. Um, Preach, so, Preach. Right, right. Yes. So you know this this is the part of our lives now that Brian and I are in, and as you can tell, like we're both super excited about it, and this is why. Um, you know, we have, we have all these ideas we want to put out there for everybody. We have yeah. all these thoughts. We are certainly not any, you know, kind of professionals that what we say is the only way, right. but things we've digested and heard and, and, and Brian is extremely well read. Um, I can say that I, I am, I am developing, um, a, 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 a love or mindset for reading because it's a different way to, to obviously digest information, but, um, right. This is something that, that we're super, super passionate about because I think we're in the thick of it right now. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're, we're living, breathing it right now. Like, yeah. we, we understand that we control our lives. Yep. You know, and, and honestly, just comparing my previous mindset to now, I mean, it's, it's insane, the change. And it's like, what, how it really changed for me. And then please interject it all when, when yeah, yeah. the light switched on for you is like John was saying, I, I was struggling with my purpose and my meaning. And so I wanted to start to educate myself and read more about like mindset, cultivating a better mindset. Normally, my mind would be in a good spot after I'd work out, after I'd train, I'd flick a switch. But for some reason, man, I had a very heavy feeling on my shoulders for, for a shit, man, maybe like a month or so. And so I said, okay, you know, I'm gonna start reading about mindset. And so I, the first book I picked up that was amazing is limitless by Jim quick and some of his content that he put out there. Actually, I, I recommend that book. Shout out Jim quick. Hopefully we can yes. have you as a guest one time. <laughs> but uh, he said about everyone has this false belief about they, their opportunities in life are limited and that's not true. And John just, just touched on it. You can educate yourself through reading audio podcasts, you know, like such as this, and so I started learning through reading. And when Jim Quick was touching on that, we actually control our lives. It was like a light switch for me just went on. And I, and I just took that so literally that it, I started examining everything about my life. And that was when I actually discovered my why. My why is for my wife and my two boys. Yeah, and I could get yeah. emotional thinking about that because it's like, that is greater than me. Yep. I want to provide a life for them that they've dreamed about, you know, and, and there's no more pointing at circumstances or pointing at someone else. The point, the finger goes at me because mm -hmm. I control this, you know, I'm accountable. Right. This is my life. Yeah. And you know what? I want to be that Ed Milet says it best. Be that one, be that one in your family that makes a difference. Be that one that makes it because yep. you know what? When we reach that, that level of success, our boys, our family, our, your girls, your, mm -hmm. your wife who's doing yeah. amazing, they, they raised their game even more because yep. our mindset went from, hey, your beliefs are, are scaled or limited to the world is yours. Yeah. The world is fucking yours, man. And it's a beautiful yeah. thing, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, for that's sure. why I get excited because it's true, man. It's true. It's absolutely true. And you touched on fitness and, and, and that kind of being the anchor point in your life. Um, mine was much the same, right? I've been working out since I was about 14, 15. Um, I mean, I was skin and bones. I'm, I'm, Still beast. You know what I mean? So uh, so like it's it's something that's always been a, a passion of mine, but it, it took a while to really really you know understand, and it took yeah. a while to see to see development and stuff like that. So um, you know, but it, it was always something that since I was 14, 15, 16 years old uh, up until now when I'm 32, about to be 33, that it's 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 become very important to me, and that was always a fallback, and it was always mm -hmm. a hobby. And it was never something that I ever thought of as a profession or something that I could be passionate about more than just a hobby, right? right. So, so when when you know, you know, the past few years, you know, positions at work have changed for both my wife and I, and and we, um, you know, we we are we're both progressing in our fields. But yeah. I, I would I would watch Danny man, and and she's such a relentless worker, and yeah. and she she has such success in her field, um. And, and I always identified myself um, with, with what I'd be proud of 
as just in my personal life, you know, with my with my family and, and my children and all that. I was proud of that, and that's what I identified as, as yeah, someone yeah. who had a great personal life. But all of a sudden, you know, seeing her work the way she worked and, and balancing that and being an awesome mom and wife and, and still having such an active social life with, with her friends and family, that I was like, you know what, like, she's killing it, and she's passionate as hell about it. Yeah. And I, I started to have this want of, like, mm. I, want to, I want to be passionate about something. Yeah. But I wasn't sure what it was because, again – yeah, you may think, well, how did you not? How did you not think of fitness, right? Like, yeah. it, it's, it's all you ever talk about, you know, during the day. It's all you ever think about during the day. Why was that oh, not shit. your first thought? Because it was a hobby, and yes. I just thought of it as a hobby, and it was for me, and it was never for anybody else. So um, when that when that light switch flipped, and I was like, wait a minute, I I can be passionate about my my life and fitness. I can want to educate myself more. I can want to be certified in certain things, and I can want to share this knowledge and, and, and this experience. So, um, you know, once you once you hit that corner and you're going, oh, that's what I want. Yeah. And once you find out your want, yeah, go, go. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, find like-minded people because yeah. they motivate you, right? So, 100%. you know, the like-minded people thing is is such an enormous. Um, part of of your mindset because yeah. if, if you have if you have people in your life who are not like-minded who are not motivated who don't want to challenge themselves who don't want to fail because listen this isn't all going to be gravy you know what i mean like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna fail on some shit here we're gonna yeah. have ideas that are fucking dumb and that's just yeah. how it is right so yeah. um, we think they're great and all of a sudden we put them out there and it's like mm, that ain't gonna work so yeah. you know but if you don't have people in your life who are like-minded like that, well, then yeah. you're probably you're probably not going to move at the speed you want, or you're going to stay yeah. where you are, or yeah, in the absolute worst case, you're going to move backwards. So yeah, so you're spot I think on with that too, because you know I, honestly, like with with surround yourself with like-minded people, man, is it's so key because you're learning from each other, and what also happens and what you find is any potentially negative situation, I would say we tend to dis dissect it and turn it into a positive or a learning experience. We don't necessarily view it as a failure. Hey, you know what? This didn't work, but it's not going to deter me to keep going. You know, so I switch that. Again, this is a mind mindset shift where some people will dwell on it and say, I'm not good enough. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to dip my toe in the sand, if you will. It's like, no, okay, I got to, Learn from what I, what just happened, not dwell on it, turn it into a positive. Because when you turn it, even tough things into a positive, you learn from it, man. Because, again, you got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, and that's how you grow. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so with that being said now, Brian, you know, yeah. I think I think giving a little background on, you know, we touched on projects we're working on. I think yeah. giving a background on those projects is probably a good idea. Now I think you hit the perfect spot um, with that comment. So, you know, I – I'm, I'm super excited for you on your project. Um, I, sure. I, I can I can speak to it myself uh, of the success rate it ha it will have and has already. Thank you. Um, so I mean, roll into it, man. Roll into what it is. Roll into how you came about it. Um, you know, and, and let's let's hear about let's hear about your project. Sure. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. So I'm super excited. That, so I started uh, what I'm calling the Extraordinary Man Project. My website is almost done along with some logos. I know John's in the know in that. Uh, but for real, you know, honestly, what why I started and what the Extraordinary Man Project is, is it's a, a, high, a men's high-performance coaching service where my goal and mission is to make men happier with their lives and tap into that extraordinary part of themselves. You know, because my, my, my full and utter belief is that Everyone is unique, and everyone is extraordinary, but they're not tapping into their actual, you know, extraordinary abilities. Right. Exactly. 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 And so, with this, how it all culminated is when I was struggling to figure out my meaning and my purpose. What helped me? Again, I touched on reading, but it's so critically important. I was reading Atomic Habits at the time, and by James Clear, and that great book. And then uh, Mask of Masculinity uh, mm -hmm. by Lewis House. Yep. Two phenomenal human beings. Check out their podcast. But in Atomic Habits, they were talking about the importance of journaling. And so he said how to create the easy way to create a habit 
is if you already have an existing habit, kind of group them together. So what I started doing is after the gym, I would walk straight to my car, I would take out a notebook, and I would journal. Yeah, and I found and that so look, interesting when you said yeah, that, too. Like, sure, especially from going, from going at such a physical, like, mindset rate, and then you yeah. slow everything down, and then you journal it. I thought that was so yeah. cool. Well, you, you know, the unique, unique thing about journaling is, like, you know, typically after you work out, the endorphins are going. You yes. have such a good mindset. You're focused. You're, you're motivated. And so I knew that I would pick up the habit. You know, and it would a lot of times, man, it would be something that I'm, that was on my mind that I didn't know how to describe. And so what happened was, is I started writing it down. And the first thing I wrote it down was uh, my meaning or like this feeling of heaviness on my shoulders that I was experiencing. Mm. So I started describing it. And all of a sudden I wrote down it's because of lack of meaning and purpose. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. That is that is the feeling. And, dude, as soon as I wrote about that in the journal, and I, I wrote a lot about that feeling, it was almost like it lifted. It lifted. I was like, oh. I felt energized. I felt amazing because yeah. that emotion that I was keeping inside was finally out. It was out yeah. and open. And I remember feeling so good, I came home and read it to my wife. And what journaling also did, man, is it, it brought me face-to-face -face with some – trauma that I didn't know existed inside of me, which was real crazy. And again, I would read it to my wife because I knew that I was not communicating on the level that I should be to my spouse, which yeah. I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of men can relate to that, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Kind of shut down. It could be about our kids, job, and then that's it. Yeah. But when we yeah, talk absolutely. about our feelings, you know, it's kind of like, it's, 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 it's not talked about. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. For sure. So with this project now, like when when you were journaling and yeah. when you were when you were figuring out like, oh, wow, this is this is a form of a release. This yeah. is this is a way that I thought fitness was was, you know, helping me in a way. Yeah. Then all of a sudden that you realize tenfold when you're journaling that you're you're able to get that stuff off your chest and that weight off your shoulders more than any any workout could possibly get you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. How long, how long now have you been journaling for, do you think? Uh, and do you still journal every day? Fuck yeah, baby, except for sad, uh, except for Sunday. Sunday is the only day I don't journal. Okay. Um, so I would say I've been doing it consistently since June. Since yeah, June. okay. Um, and, and you know what's crazy too, man, is when I started to really uncover some emotions and I would read it to my wife, I would, there's some stuff in there that I would definitely open up to and cry about it because it's yeah. some deep shit, man. Yeah, yeah. But what it allowed me to do is I was vulnerable. And there's something about being vulnerable where it's not weak, man. It's strength because right. it's like your, your, your communication is taken to another level. And what, what I started doing is I started feeling so comfortable around my friends about talking about my struggles. And I fucking told them about like journaling and everything. And I created such a comfortable atmosphere and environment for my friends that they all were talking to me about their struggles, whether it be finances, whether it be their marriages, it could be work, everything. Yeah. And I could just see the relief from them. Right. And so I, I, I remember vividly, I asked my buddy straight up, I'm like, dude, when was the last time you talked to like a friend, another like male? Yeah. And, and he like looked at me and he goes, maybe two months, three months ago. And it wasn't even like that in depth. And I'm yeah. like, if, if I asked nine of my friends that same question, like, how are you? Like legitimately, mm -hmm. how are you doing? I remember that. And, man. They, I remember, and they were struggling, dude. Yeah. yeah struggling. And I remember, I remember our first conversation about, you know, this whole thing here and, and to give, if, if you, if you wouldn't mind, BG, yeah. you know, the time that, you know, Brian reached out to me, and I would say this was probably in July, Brian reached out and he kind of expressed what he was stumbling on here. And he said, I would love to get some guys together. Uh, I'm finding out that, you know, a lot of guys maybe don't communicate the greatest. Um, I'm, I'm looking at to get like a men's support group together where we can kind of meet up every week, talk about some things, talk about like-minded things um, sure. and, 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 you know, kind of have it be a weekly routine, right? And yeah. so I read that, and, and he, he named some of our friends who could have been involved with it and stuff like that. And um, so I, I certainly was interested, but I was very apprehensive. 
Right. Because, right. because um, I wasn't sure exactly what it was, right? So I wasn't right. – in my mind, I'm like, all right, are we going to be sitting here trying to, like, bash our wives and shit? Or is this going to be like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, like, just, like, like subtle flexes for two hours yeah, yeah. about about some yeah. stuff? And, and yeah. that, you know, uh, up until recently, I, I'm, I'm a very private person. You know, I, I don't okay. – you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like opening up all too much. Um, you know, I don't like, you know, being out there all too much. I don't like being around people all too much. I'm pretty private and pretty reserved. So I wasn't sure what it was. And I tell you, within the first five minutes of of us sitting down, and Brian kind of explained that and how he just said, "How are you?" But no, like, "How are you?" And yeah. that night, we'll get to another level, man. Dude, it, it, and it was so. And I'm sure some of you are like. That's so simple. Like, I know how I am. It's like, no, you don't know how you are. Exactly. Because if someone asks you how you are, you're going to say, I'm good. But or when fine. someone, or fine, fine right? Yeah. I'm good. I'm fine. Or, but when the follow up is, no, but really, how are you? And you kind of th- think about your day. What weighed on you that day? What's been weighing on you this week? What's been weighing on you the last few weeks, last month, right? Yeah. And I discovered yeah. things that night. I remember talking to you guys. You know about work and stuff, and I never talk about work, ever, ever, ever talk about work. Because again, I don't identify myself with my position at work. I identified mm-hmm. myself with my position in my personal life. So right. all of a sudden, I, I it came to this like it was this realization. I had this moment of like, oh my god, where I was like, I care about work, but yeah. I care about it in the sense of I want to care about it. You know, so yeah. and 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 the struggles internally that I actually was having with work, and I didn't even realize it. You know, 25 minutes prior to that of driving there to Brian's house, I had no idea. But Brian asked me how I was, and he asked me how I really was doing. And and to not have these these cover-up conversations about sports, you know, and about just your family and and the base-level stuff, because everybody can have those. But it's about about the conversations you have that are a little deeper than that. And, man, I'll tell you what. Um, ever since, ever since that night, uh, Brian and I and another friend of ours, um, who I'll, give, I'll give a shout out to Josh, man. You got to give a shout out to Josh. I'll, I'll, Josh leave, I'll, Bowden, leave him alone. I'll leave him alone a little bit, but that's yeah. our guy. Um, yeah. you know, he's, uh, you know, th- that, that night changed everything for me, man. It was, we were there yeah. for probably three hours, three and a yeah. half hours. Um, oh, yeah. we, we kind of picked up the time like, Oh shit, like it's 11 o'clock. You know what I mean? So, um, but high, that man. night it, it was, yeah. it was like, it was like, it was a high leaving there because it was yeah. like, holy shit, I am motivated and I don't even know what the fuck I'm motivated about right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I just, sure. it was, it was, I was, I was gassed up. So, yeah. um, yeah. you know, once you have that conversation and, and you feel like you have, there's something to be excited about because yeah. there's something, you know, you discover something in you that wants change and then yeah. you go, hey, okay, now how do I change it? It's right. super exciting. Because yeah. you have to challenge yourself to change it. But if you don't yeah. want to challenge yourself, then you don't waste your time. But yeah. you have to challenge yourself. And that's yeah. what you provided for me that night. And that's what you've been providing for me for over a month now. When we've been having these really great, deep conversations about passions, about you know deeper levels of our lives and our goals yeah. and ambitions, stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, schedules, how we spend our time, you know, how we how we can better ourselves um, with our projects that we're working on. So. I, goals, I, simple making goals, man. It's huge. Goals. Yeah. So I, man, I can tell you, I, I, this is some sales pitch. I don't got to do it. You, you'll figure it out for yourselves. But Brian's the real deal, um, and he changed my mindset on some stuff. You know, that's my boy. I love him, but it, it's do. something that it's something that absolutely at 32, almost 33, I thought I had myself figured out. I thought I knew who I was. And Brian flipped the script on my life, man. And ever yeah. since then, it's been full steam ahead. So, you know, the Extraordinary Man Project is legit. And it's and something too, man. you have a and long road ahead of you here. Thanks, dude. And the thing, too, you know, I just want to touch on is, you know, we have, you know, as, as men, when we're boys, it, it could be maybe like third grade or so. And you probably you have to back me up on this. We get a, it's a societal norm, societal norm. Societal uh, norm, you got it, yep. Where... Boys don't show weakness. We don't talk about our feelings, and we certainly don't cry. If we do any of those, we're going to get made fun of. We're going to look yep. weak. We're going to uh, we're going to be called a girl, or, which you know, when you're that young, the last thing you want to do is be compared to a girl, man. That's, so what do we do, man? We internalize everything. Yeah. So that young boy, that young boy grows into a, 
a teenager who then grows into a man. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, as we progress through life, any trauma, any challenge that we have, we internalize everything, man. Yeah. And I, I remember, man, this is super sad. I don't mean to take us down a road, but freshman year of high school, man, our soccer captain committed suicide. And I guarantee you, man, it's because he felt that was the only way out. Yeah. When in all actuality, if he was okay, if we didn't have the societal norm, which is be a man, don't be weak, don't cry, don't talk about your feelings. Right. I guarantee you'd still be here today because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say this to you right now. I'd much rather have you cry to me on how you're doing than you take your life. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. And so with this Extraordinary Man Project, man, I'm teaching men how to become emotionally intelligent with their feelings. If you're sad, what are you sad about? Okay? If you don't know what you're sad about, fucking journal, man. You don't understand putting a pen to paper, the power of that, you know? Yep, yep. And, and, and honestly, it was when I was when I was able to understand my emotions, man, and be okay with being vulnerable. Right. Dude, my heart filled with so much love, and it was like a weight is just lifted. I yeah. no longer care about people's thoughts. I can communicate openly yep. on, hey, this is who I am. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a freeing feeling, and yeah. most men don't understand it. And I definitely saw a change with you and Josh, where it's like you're 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 open, man. Like you're, yeah. you're totally there. You know, it's yeah. it's freeing. It is. It's freeing, and it's 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 certainly difficult, I think, um, for some for some men uh, to sure. to wrap their mind around that fact that yeah. like so we're gonna open up and we're gonna have these conversations together about our feelings. You know what I mean? Like. Right. And, and, it, and it because, like you said, there's there's this societal norm where that's just not a thing. Right. So right. like, what, what, are, what are you really trying to do here? So, yeah. you know, I think I think with that, you, you certainly you certainly have a, a really awesome framework. Um, yeah. you, like I said, you're you're very well read. You but, but in other than that, though, you're a really good communicator and, and you're an awesome listener. So it's like. All of a sudden, you don't. You may say you may say six words in the matter of four minutes, but those six words, it's like it was like you just opened it up. You just opened up the jar a little bit more, and then more and more just came out. So it was it was re- it was really really invigorating uh, that first conversation you and I had. Yeah. Um, and it, it, honestly, we talked about it last night. We had we had our weekly meeting last night, and uh, we kind of touched on that a little bit too. We're kind of just like, man, like we we carry this energy from this conversation through the rest of our week, right? Yeah. So that, that will carry us to Saturday, for example, if you want to go like on a strict week, right? It will carry you to Saturday and then yeah. Sunday hits. And for me personally, I'm like, all right, man, Tuesday is coming up. We got, we got Tuesday on like 48 hours now. Like let, what, what am I looking to accomplish this week? What am I, what am I bringing to the table this week for the guys? And you know, for sure that that's where we're we at. challenge each other. Absolutely. It really is. I think, I and we learn from that, each other, which is huge too. Yeah, exactly. I think that the second you you open yourself up to the thought process of listening to people and really being interested in the people around you because they're like minded like you are, um, yeah. it, man, the opportunities are endless. But yeah. it's, it's it's such a unique thing. It's such a unique thing for for specifically, and and not that this will never apply to women because these things certainly apply to women. But the societal 100%. norm is that yeah. men are often more closed. Yeah, um, and you so, know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up too, man, because like, I don't think because uh, women definitely want us to open up. Yes, right. And I know sometimes my wife, like before I really started on this journey, she would say sometimes like you're acting weird, which would piss me off. I love yeah. my wife. Yeah, it would piss me off because what I was doing is you probably relate to this. Is I just got a lot on my mind, you know, and it's like right. I, just so many things are going through my mind and I didn't know how to process them. I didn't know how to talk about them. And honestly, I didn't know if I wanted to, you Mm -hmm. know, because, and so what would happen? It would be, Oh, Hey, you go get, you go to Starbucks. Oh, they gave you a vente instead of a, I don't, I don't don't even drink coffee, but I don't know what the hell, (laughs) you know, take it out. What size is a vente? Exactly. Exactly. You're, you're, you know, your kid drops milk on the floor and you lose it on them. 
when if it's a good day, oh, it's okay, I'll clean it up. Right. You know, so I I think bringing awareness to you know our spouses or to to uh, to the women saying like, hey, you know, we're trying to buck the curve. We're trying to redefine what it is to be a man or masculinity and show hey. Yeah. It's cool to talk about your feelings, man. It's yeah. fine. There's no yeah. problem with that. Yeah, and what we're also trying to do, dude, is we're trying to unlock everybody's full potential. Yeah. You know? So it's like it's all a culmination. You know? yeah. And the last thing I'll say, man, before like I, we go into your exciting news, and, and I know you how fantastic you're because you've been ripped since like 15. <laughs> but uh, you know, we sometimes don't ask ourselves tough questions. And yeah. one question that I think that really – put my mind in a pretzel or blender, I should say, is when you look at certain areas of your life, when you look at your marriage, you look at relationship with your kids, you look at your friendships and you look at your career, what are you scaling those as? Like one through 10. Yeah. If you're scaling, scaling, scaling yourself as a spouse, as like a five, six or seven, but your career is a 10, you got to fucking make some real adjustments. Legit. Take a step back. Because that marriage will fall apart, will fall, will fall apart. Yep. If you're if you're if you're a father or parent and your your scale is like an eight, that's good. Why don't you be great? You know, yeah. why don't you strive for something more? In your career, you know, you wonder why sometimes maybe you don't get a full bonus. Stop going on YouTube. You know, so start start asking yourself those questions, and be real with yourself. Be be yeah. real. Look at yourself in the mirror and, and legit rate yourself. Yeah. And that was one of the toughest things that I had to do is I didn't think I was a 10 husband. I didn't think I was a 10 father. And by owning that, man, I fucking tell you one. I'll tell you one thing, man. I went from good to great. Yeah. And that is a huge jump. That's a huge Hell jump. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, okay. and, and so I, I spoke for quite a while on the extraordinary <laughs> man project, but I'm jazzed about it. There's man. so I'm much jazzed. about it. These are, yeah. like I said, guys, these are, these are very new to us still. Um, but there are so many ideas we have. We're, we're trying to keep this, you know, more brief as an example. But <laughs> once we get rolling, man, we get excited yes. here. So for sure, for sure. So, John, talk about your journey, man, because, I mean, it's I, yeah, I mean, so, it's amazing, dude, the, the, the fitness path that you're on. Yeah, so like I, like I talked about before, guys, it was kind of like a uh, – it was a realization that first night that I spent um, talking with Brian that um, I, I wasn't feeling fulfilled um, anymore. Um like I said, I, I have I have a great family life. Um, my, everyone's healthy in my family. You know, my kids are growing up. It, it, it's very it's very exciting. My marriage is awesome, um, but at the same time, you know, I was I was losing fulfillment elsewhere in my life, and and I always had fitness to fall back on. It was always something. Like I said, it was always a hobby, but um, and like your outlet, my, my outlet exactly. Yeah. But. But again, with it being my outlet, it was for me and it was personal. So, um, you know, that first night talking with Brian and I, and I realized that lack of fulfillment I had, it, it was it was the direction changed of okay, where can I capture this fulfillment? Where can I where can I have something to achieve? Where can I have goals to chase? Where can I have ambition to wake up in the morning to accomplish things daily? Um, because I wanted that, but I knew with my profession. I wasn't going to have that because I don't have that passion for my profession. Um, so that, that's I started thinking about a lot of different things. Okay, well, how 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 can I possibly um, capture that? And I flirted with a few things, and and I would always revert back to personal training. But my thought process was the field's too oversaturated. There's too right. many people involved in it. You know, and I, I don't want to I don't want to do something that everyone else is doing. Um, I'll be unique. I wanted to be unique on it, and and the more I thought about it, the more things I looked at. Whether it was it was, you know, going into real estate. You know, I thought, well, I, I can I can sell houses probably. You know what I mean? Like that that would be a bad thing to do. It's kind of cool, but it was. But it never it never excited me. I was I was looking. Right. I was what I was doing was I was applying for jobs or I was looking for new career paths that gave me the exact same excitement level that I have with my current position. It's temporary um, too. It's like temporary. It's, it's te you know, it's 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 good at first, right? But then it always fades into exactly into right. What so you're feeling out. yeah, and and so and and kind of touch on what you said before about about you know having having our wives wanting us to be more open and stuff like that, right? When I had that first conversation with you that night, ever since then, our conversations have been much more fulfilling. I've been very more upfront with her on my my 
lack of passion that I have for what I'm doing yeah. and what and how I desire and how I really want something to be passionate about, That's like amazing. she has with her profession. So, yeah. um, you know, once once that all happened, and I kind of just I I kept pushing fitness away for some reason in my mind and. All of a sudden, I was like, you know what? Now embrace it. Like that's what you love to do. When I wake up in the morning, what's my first thought? Yeah, okay. Are the kids ready for school? You know, are their are their teeth brushed? You know, do do they have clean underwear on? You know, whatever. What you know, you gotta take care of the kids to get them on the bus. But then it's like, right away, the thought process of I walk past my gym to get to my truck before I leave for work, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to get in there today. I cannot yeah. wait to go attack whatever's in there today, whether it's back day, whether you know, whether it's leg day, whatever it is. I can't wait to go attack it in there, um, and, and try th- try new things and, and and learn new things about the world of fitness that I didn't know about before. And yeah. finally, you know, finally, man, it was just like you know what, you got to go for it. You know, yeah. you you can carve your own niche in this thing. You can find unique things. And I think a lot of the ideas I bounced off you, you know, about my, you know. You gotta talk about what, like this. bringing that like dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta yeah. that's so that's it, fucking awesome. Right, and listen, I think everybody wants to be measured, um, yeah, so they can gauge their success. They may not realize it, but they when they you need to see visibly that you're having success in something, even if something sure. small, you need to see that you had success. If you can show someone in the most lame terms that. Okay, you were 130 pounds yesterday, and your goal was to lose 10 pounds, and then tomorrow you are 129 pounds. You lost a pound, and that excites people. That makes them want yeah. to lose another pound, right? So sure. there's always measurables, and, and everything in the world now has analytics. Um, and, and with with the WHOOP band, um, you, you can measure and analyze everything about yourself um, in, in the health and fitness world. And my thought process with that was, okay, well, that could be a unique, you know, place I have in, in this personal trainer world where I can incorporate that band into my program and have right. all of my clients have have the option to have that yeah. band and I can focus on and I can research and I can and I can partake in every little bit of analytics that comes from that band and I can I can challenge them daily on things. And yeah. I can see exactly it is what they need. Okay, you only got five hours of sleep last night, so your body's only 72% recovered. So you're not capable of accomplishing certain things that someone who doesn't know that would think that you're able to accomplish the next day, whether it's physically or whether it's with what you need to intake for, for nutrition yeah. or whatever it may be to fully recover. So, I mean, I think that's huge. And I don't think, you know, when you're operating at five hours of sleep as opposed to, say, seven or eight, that's a yep. huge difference. It's you know, and that could result to, uh, uh, you know, you hurting yourself in the gym. Right. You know, and I think with you seeing that, man, it just takes your, yeah, your program up a notch because you can literally sure. let data drive your program. And that's what it is. I and I and and what I was doing, I'm I'm trying to to create obviously, um, the, you know, a website and, and things like that, or just create a, a a brand for what I'm trying to accomplish here. And, and what always came back to me was, you know. Uh, this this whole journey and what I want to be about as a personal trainer is this isn't an appointment based lifestyle. You're right. not you're not making two appointments a week to change your life. It's always on the schedule. It is yeah. it is Sunday through Saturday. It is from when you wake up through when you're sleeping so you can recover. It's 24 hours a day. It's seven days a week, right? So yeah. if if I can if I can capture that and I can yeah. show them exactly what where the, their success is, where their opportunities are, where they can be challenged, it's it, it will be twenty four seven for them. So yeah. that that's that's my that goal. accountability, which is huge, man. Which it's huge. You know, but that's why got, a lot of people go to a trainer is is a they need someone to hold themselves accountable. Yeah. And then the other thing is they just really don't understand training. You know. Yes. But again, you're there to treat, teach them about their uh, nutrition component as well. Yes, for sure. Yeah, man. So and and I think. But you you have to identify those people as ones who want to be challenged, right? 100%. So so this is this isn't something that when I look at it, I don't see it as something that I can just yeah whoever wants to get trained come I'll train you right right I'm looking at it as okay you say you want to be trained and you say you want to be part of this process and this project, but do you like do yeah. you know what this means? You know what I mean? This means twenty four seven thing. Not not that you got to stop everything you're doing and focus on everything that I'm trying to accomplish for you, 
but it becomes part of your routine. It becomes part of your time, part of your planning. And, and those are all things we'll get to in episodes down the line that we already have lined up. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's, it goes back to kind of our initial conversation about mindset. I think with what, you, what you're doing with the Extraordinary Man Project, I think a lot of what we're both trying to accomplish can be yeah. intertwined and mesh. And, and we have sure. plans for that for sure. So, um, but this, yeah. So the the journey to to personal training has has begun. I'm I'm looking to get certified here. I, I signed up for my certification classes. I'm taking classes. Um, looking for the new year to be certified. Love um, it. Roll, Love roll it. So back. Did you say that's like a short term goal. Short term goal for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Short term yeah. goal. Uh, yeah. You know. You know, writing things down now. You know, I, I may not journal as thorough as you do, but I yeah. certainly make notes of what I want now, and I make Hell notes yeah. on my daily goals and weekly goals like I never did. So yeah. that's kind of my form it of journaling. Progress. It keeps you going, even like on those tough days where you feel like you didn't accomplish much. Yeah, like, for oh, sure. Shit. You know, I did. You know, I'm making yeah. those small steps. Right, for sure. So yeah, those those that short term goal is is to absolutely be certified. At, you know, come the start of the new year. Start start working away on on the nutritional aspect too of, of being certified there as well, um, yeah. and and then just get rolling, man. I want you know lay lay the base for it, lay the foundation with with this podcast, with with you know social media, with websites, with outreach of of you know how, however it may work. I won't get into to the weeds too much now, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know yeah. there's a lot of short term goals, but it's a lot of foundational stuff. Come the new year, I'm excited because I think I think once January hits, that's my goal. If I can I can go full steam ahead on on actually putting a lot of these things into into, into motion, it's yeah. gonna be pretty exciting. So yeah, man, looking forward yeah. to it. Looking forward to kind of the challenges it brings and what I learned from it. And I think a lot of people we're gonna bring on on this pod. We have about what five or six guests already lined up, man. So yeah, super um, exciting, man. It's gonna be yeah, super, super exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, so and it's all like-minded people. It's all people in our in our field of interest and what we're trying to accomplish. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you know we're here to learn too, right? You know, what I mean? we yeah. got to we got to keep an open mind, and everyone yeah. should be having that mindset. So, um, yeah. you know, I think it's a beautiful we're... thing too. Is like every every guest that we have on brings a unique perspective, but also we want to learn just as much as anybody yeah. else that is listening to us. Is we're constantly going to learn. You know, we have that yeah. growth mindset where it's again we we may be on the mics here, but. We're we're learning every single day, and I think right. that is that is exciting. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. So, like with with our projects, I think right now we both laid a pretty good base as far as our, our short term goals. You know, you're, you're doing a fantastic job as far as you know. You already made that first step of putting it out there. You know, you yeah. you, you made a few like posts. Ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You like matzo ball, baby. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you kind of you 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 started to. You you broke past that fear barrier, I think. Yeah. You put it out there on social, which can be scary. Um, you know, I, I think you know though. You know, you may not see it. Other people not say that. That's a, that's a short term goal that you accomplish right there. You put it out there. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Okay, yeah. follow along here because there's more to come. You know, you got your website rolling. You got your logo rolling, man. Like all this thing is it's all super exciting. Um, you know, now, now it's time to explore the avenues of the long-term goals, right? Yeah. What, yeah. what, what do we see down the road? How, how do you envision yourself getting there? So what, what's some of your long-term goals now, uh, for the extraordinary man project? Where, where do you, where do you hope, man, in, in two years, this thing is, how, how do you envision? I know you touched on some of it last night with our conversations, yeah. uh, kind of fill us in now. Yeah. So for sure, you know, I still want to coach, uh, one-on-one style, you know, but I'm also envisioning speaking engagements whether it be corporations, um, you know, other various groups setting, talking about redefining what it is to be a man, but also letting the world know that you control your life. And honestly, I also see myself writing a book, you know, whether it be a children's book about mindset or, uh, you know what I mean? You are destined for that. Right, dude. I think you are, dude. And I'll say this about journaling, man, because I've been harping on journaling a lot, but my writing skills and my and Val said this went from being decent to like holy shit, yeah, I'm a pretty good writer now. So to yeah. see that transformation is amazing, you know. And so I yep. just started to think about that. But the the great thing about it is I can see it. Huh? I can see it. Yeah. So definitely speaking engagements, doing my one on one coaching, um, developing a coaching program uh, that is really unique. Still yeah. trying to think about that. Yeah. What about your long term goals, my friend? Yeah, long I mean, long term goals in in I think this game are 
are something that you know you may not you may not think there's a lot of a lot of opportunity to be unique in the long term goals, but there there is. Um, I think I think having you know a, a very big footprint in youth athletics is a great opportunity. You know, oh, that, I think that's a huge gap right now. Man, youth athletics they, with with where high schoolers how they how they perceive sports now is much different, I think, than when we were kids and how we perceive yeah. sports. There is yeah. an avenue that those kids see that that they they set their goals on that, you know, in the middle of high school, and that's what they're working for. That's what their scholarships are coming from now. Um, so I think if if I can I can find a footprint in in the community in youth athletics specifically at you know the middle school to high school range where you know I can get these kids ready and oh, developed yeah. at, to a certain point both you know mind and body um, to understand their own body in the sense yeah. maybe not the mind portion of that that you'll be able to capture but as far as understanding their own body and how they're growing and the rate they're growing and and those yeah. kind of things I think that'd be super important man. Long-term goals, man. I think I think finding a footprint in those areas is going to be pretty exciting for me because um, it's sure. something I can relate to. I don't. I never envisioned myself being inside of a gym. You know, yeah. I never. I never envisioned myself being being somewhere where I'm just making an appointment at seven o'clock on a Friday to meet you at the gym. It's not it's not <laughs> what I how I envision things. You know, I envision yeah. me to have my own my own place somewhere that um, that I can absolutely you know do virtual trainings with it if need be. But I can also you know have something that I can grow a client base and have something a little more, you know, larger scale. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, you know, they're, the goals are important to have because it gives them a chase, but you got to understand that they might change too. And with what 100%. you learn, they might adjust. So, um, you know, goals aren't permanent. You don't got to write them. You don't got to write them down and, you know, in ink, they can be in pencil and they can adjust. So, um, yeah, I love it. Have, love but it. have the goals, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Have the goals, allow them to change though. So, um, man, with this podcast, though, this is this is one of our goals, right? You know, like this is this is one of our things. This is one of our bucket list things as far as what we were trying to accomplish here uh, yeah. with this podcast. I think I think it's a way for us to explain something. We can put a hundred posts on social media on stuff and and have four paragraphs a week on what we're trying to explain to you. But we felt that this was more digestible. We felt that you know in, in these podcasts we're going to have um, with the unique guests we're going to bring on. That yeah. that we share a lot of this stuff in a much more digestible way. So um, yeah. this podcast is going to be awesome. I'm super excited about it. Um, oh I know man, I'm, I'm pumped. Man. I'm pumped, yeah. man. I, I can't wait because honestly, and, and for real, we have some exciting guests coming on there about for sure. You know, our friends from nutritionists, uh, tattoo yep. artists from uh, my buddy who's a strength and conditioning coach for the Memphis Grizzlies. Super excited Let's about go. that. But yes, I think it's also important too. That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, but sir. the other thing, too, is I want the audience to know that they have a voice, too. So message us if there's something you want us to touch on. No doubt. No doubt. Whether it be, you know, talk more about how our minds have changed, what practices that we have adapted and what habits we have also taken on. We'll do that. So yeah. feel free to message us. And the last thing I'll say is this, man. And, and, and again, how about you tell us, like, where they can reach us and stuff after. But don't wait Okay, don't wait to say I'm looking forward to going to heaven. Okay, yeah. we have one life to live. There you go. And this should be our heaven. Okay, absolutely. There so you fucking go. make it your heaven, man. Let's go. Unleash Let's do the it. beast. You know what I'm saying, hey guys, you know what I'm saying? This guy's a fucking animal. Like, <laughs> he'll, he'll find that in you, right? Um, <laughs> where to find us, guys? I'm telling you now, I uh, I am getting back into the social media world. I, I kind of dipped out for a little while because I felt like it was filled with negativity and. I didn't want which that in is, my life, but, yeah, which yeah. it is. But you know, hey, we are we are the shining light of positivity now. So that's right, um, that's right, right. That's right. So yeah. you you can certainly find uh, you can find me on Instagram at jhuntray. Um, I will tag it in a clip on Instagram coming up here. Um, Brian, I know you have a couple more outlets than I do, but uh, where can people yeah. find you? So I got bcone seven on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, Brian Jaconi. Uh, I have my The Extraordinary Man Project website ready to launch, I'd say, probably by the end of this month, and LinkedIn. So those are the uh, social. That's right, baby. Always professional. (laughs) That's where you can find your boy at. 
Awesome, awesome, guys. Well, again, we appreciate it. Listen, the plan is every Monday we're going to drop something for you guys. Uh, we want to make it, you know, certain episodes will be longer if we have guests. Some of the guests Ryan already told you about are going to be really, really exciting. Um, we're going to kind of freestyle those. We'll try to keep them to about an hour. We're running a little over an hour now. So, um, yeah. but, but at the times where Brian and I are touching on certain topics where it's just him and I, We'll try to get them more condensed so we're not, you know, overwhelming, uh, you know, you guys with content. We know there's a ton out there, but we do certainly hope you choose us every week. Um, right. Something unique, man. Like not many people, I think, have have somebody they knew or know um, that kind of have something like this going on right now. So in our immediate yeah. friend groups and our immediate followings, it's something that maybe they haven't heard before in a perspective of, of similar people they grew up with and, and they know. Um so, you know, come along for the ride. We are looking for the like-minded. Right. Um, we are looking to model the mind. So please yeah. make sure that you guys follow along uh, on all our social medias, and we will catch you guys on Monday. Appreciate That's you guys. Right. Episode one in the book, baby. Let's go.